0: Welcome to Healthy Perspectives Podcast with Jeremiah, where we provide clinical perspectives on current social and cultural issues. And don't forget, you can subscribe at Podbean, Spotify, Apple, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Please subscribe at any or all of them. You can follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Getter, Twitter, and many other social media sites. Or you can email us at healthyperspectives with an S at protonmail.com. On episode 98, titled Diagnosing Twitter, an Informal Social Experiment, my world was exposed for a while uh, to some of the struggles that people are encountering. Uh, it, it actually helped clear up some things for me that I see in the office on a pretty regular basis from, from clients. One of the topics that came out of that, uh, we covered with gaslighting, and that was good. And another topic that came out of it that is equally as good is this concept of emotional manipulation. So in psychology, we have these terms, emotional manipulation, for a reason— you know, defined simply, it would sound like behavior designed to exploit, maybe, or control or influence uh, for, for personal advantage. It's, it's really a selfish endeavor to emotionally manipulate someone else. What that means is your attempt, if you're an emotional manipulator, is to get somebody to feel something so passionately and so strongly that they react, now that, by design, is emotional manipulation, and unfortunately, it's working a lot. I deal with so many people who are anxious, who have uh, low self-esteem, who have poor confidence, like it is it is incredible how this is working in our culture. For me, it became obvious in Twitter because if you venture down anything that is, uh, well, pretty much any topic, right? Like I look at, uh, you know, for the month of, of August, I was looking at things like politics and sports, and I would occasionally click on things with, uh, you know, those media personalities, you know, famous people. And in those, there was this constant barrage of, of meanness, And cruelty, and it was, it would be so aggressive about like, you know, oh, you're so stupid, essentially. I mean, at the end of the day, that was kind of the one-liner. It wasn't necessarily said like that. There's like thousands and thousands of ways that I saw it on there. But it's emotional manipulation. It's designed to create more uh, reaction because more reaction makes you click the, the buttons more. The like buttons, the reply buttons, and, you know, if you do it enough, I mean, all of a sudden, you have a comment that goes what they call viral, right? You get 30, 40, 50,000 people who click on it, and, you know, that feels kind of good, or at least in theory, that's supposed to feel kind of good. The problem is, it's all fake it's all fake. It's, it's emotional manipulation. It's a distortion and a manipulation of your behavior, either via Twitter or the people using Twitter. So what does it mean uh, to, to say behavior designed to exploit or, or possibly control or influence a, a personal ad, for a personal advantage? What does that mean? It means it places a lot of value on your emotions. They are only worthy, though, if I can get something out of it. So your emotions have a ton of value if I get what I want. And by design, it's super sneaky. So you'll see different versions of this. You'll see some people being overtly aggressive to see if they can get you to react. You'll see some people being passively aggressive. You'll see people throwing out terminology. And I went over this in that uh, episode 98. I went over it and I talked about, you know, the gaslighting. And then I did an episode specifically on that. Um, And it's all designed to make people click on Twitter. But in real life, it affects people. People are hurting because of this behavior, whether it's on social media or it's happening in real life. See, these things that social media is training us to do, at least it's trying to, the things it's training us to do is to be reactive emotionally. Well, then we have riots and we wonder why. I mean, social media is training you to do it. They're teaching you that behavior. We wonder why our teenagers are insecure. We're being trained to be insecure. That one more click and you might get security. One more click and somebody might come alongside of you and support you. Or you're just a victim. You're just a victim. And I'm going to persecute because I can. And then this, you see that victim game, which I have done a podcast on in the past. So by nature, it's emotional manipulation is designed to be sneaky. And it's It's very sneaky for some people. For other people, it's overt. It's just out there right in your face. Uh, Those ones are a little bit easier uh, to to see. They may not be as easy to manage, right? If you have poor confidence because you've been through this over and over and over and somebody does that, you may go into the, okay, fine, I'm just going to be quiet mode, which is exactly what they're trying to do. They're trying to get you to react big or be quiet. That's it. So the tactics that they use when you're talking about emotional manipulation, a person who is a perpetrator, I mean, let's be real. This is a victim crime, right? Like not in the legal sense, but there is, well, sometimes there is, right? Emotional manipulation is a form of abuse, so it could be legal, but. For our purposes, we're going to stick with the the tactics used by the perpetrator, the person who is trying to uh, to get their selfish needs met uh, via your emotions. What they do, they do gaslighting, which if you've stayed with me and you've listened to other podcasts I put together, that's going to be things like lies, secrets, deceptions, denial, deflections, and there's a persistent repetition about it persistent. It's, it just goes on and on and on. What I've found absolutely, for me, it's kind of comical because of where I am in my world and how clearly I can see some of these things, uh, the, the trolling that goes on. I, I have had so many people that they will literally troll my comments in order to bash me in multiple categories as if, like, I don't notice it's like they they think that I don't put two and two together. They didn't like that I I moved on from another comment. And sometimes I get to the point where I ignore it, right? Well, same is true in life. You can get to a point where you ignore it. And so what do they do? They show up at your uh, your workplace or they show up at your your school or they sh- I mean the idea is they're trolling. What they're doing to manipulate is attempting to control you by gaslighting you by controlling your emotions. Another tactic they use is to isolate you. When possible, if they know you well enough, if there's like a a more intimate relationship, like your friends, and they're uh, an emotionally manipulative person, they're going to attempt to isolate you, which means they're going to try to limit your time with other people. See, the less eyes and ears they have involved, the more they can manipulate and control you emotionally. So they'll take you away from influences and try to create, in many cases, a dependence on them. Because the more they can do that, the better they can control you. There's uh, another tactic that they use. Some people in in my profession, at least, they, they term it love bombing. This is a really interesting one because it's it is one of those sneaky ones, right? It's like They show up and genuinely have interest in what you have to say. But repeatedly, over and over and over, they take what you say and they turn it against you. They use it to exploit your insecurity. So anybody who has an insecurity, and we all have different kinds of insecurities of certain types, right? If you have an insecurity, they will track it down, and then they will exploit it by using your own words and actions against you wow that's so dirty another tactic is they project their own stuff on you as though it's your stuff right you'll you'll be you'll be told that you're you're just too emotional you just you just can't you, you can't control your emotions And all the while, what are they doing? They're bouncing from anger to frustration to irritation to sadness, but they don't want to show that a lot of times, Um, but they might, right? In order to manipulate you. Um, And so you get this, this really like gross feeling that's, it's fear-based is what it is, where they're putting their stuff on you. It's like it's like they're dressing you for the day. You don't even get to choose your own clothes. I mean, not literally, although maybe, but m- more emotionally. You can't choose your emotion. Your emotions choose you. And when you get to that point, you kind of know at that point that you're being manipulated. They minimize and they exaggerate. That's super typical in emotional manipulation. Uh, They do that because, you know, they, they need to make themselves feel better and they need to make you feel worse. Because when they can do that, then they can get you to do what they want you to do. They're passively aggressive, which means a lot of times it comes out with, Uh, Well, it depends on what setting you're in, but in person, it's really the, they say something sly and rude and then they go, "Ah, just kidding. And you're like, what? And they do it in front of other people so that you feel embarrassed and you feel dumb. They might do it in in personal situations too, where it's just the two of you. Uh, but but it gets way more bang for its buck in a group setting because they can control your emotion. They can make you want to leave. See how that works? If they can get you to want to leave, well, then you're the bad guy because you made them leave and they get to control you more because you have alienated yourself from the group. They won't apologize hardly ever. They definitely Won't do a sincere apology. Because truthfully, they don't think they're wrong. They're putting their stuff on you. They're gaslighting you. They're isolating you. They think they're right to do that. Because it's all about selfish gain. They use guilt as the tool to get you to perform. So when in doubt, that is the go-to. Let's make them feel embarrassed or guilty. And then I can get what I want. Think of it in like, like a little child, right? A little child, you know, screams and screams and what is it? They, Their parent gives them what they want or they scream and scream. And then the parent goes crazy, spanks them. And then the parent feels bad. And so the parent says, oh, okay, I'll get you something different. And it's often something better, <laughs> right? So they got what they wanted anyway. You know, that's an emotional manipulation. Now, why did I use a child? Because when you go to what to do about emotional manipulation, the first rule of thumb is understand that all of these things, these tactics that are used, they're tactics. They don't necessarily mean it's emotional manipulation by themselves. Because think about it. Have you tried any of these tactics in your life? Probably. Does that mean you're an emotional manipulator? Maybe, maybe not. So number one, in terms of what to do, is remember that any of these tactics may seem present at times in every relationship. That doesn't mean that they're attempting to emotionally manipulate you. The background for that is if they are truly, genuinely caring about you instead of what their own selfish wishes and desires are, they're probably not trying to emotionally manipulate you. Although it is true that sometimes emotional manipulation will come in small spurts when people are feeling pretty low. And so you may see it in every relationship that is not good. It is not healthy, but it also isn't always an indicator that you are in a toxic, abusive relationship just because you saw one of these tactics being used. So keep it in perspective, big picture perspective. Number two, go get an unbiased third-party observer. To participate, this is where a good counselor can actually be very helpful, right? You need somebody who is gonna tell you when you're making a mistake. But you also need somebody who's willing to tell you when you're not the one making the mistake. And they strengthen you and give you the confidence to say, no, this isn't okay. Which leads to the third thing, which is setting boundaries. This is a great one. I, my personal favorite when it comes to emotional manipulation, you set a boundary and if they break the boundary, there's one of two options that usually exist. One, they're emotionally manipulating you or two, they just don't really care that much about you. Either way, that's a good indicator to get out. That is not the conversation to be involved in. That is not the relationship to be involved in because People who care about you are going to care about your future, your growth, your learning, your potential, and they're going to help you maximize that on their journey. And they just want to see it happen. That's what happens when somebody actually cares about you. You might be wondering, I'm going to take a tangent here. You might be wondering, well, how in the heck do I find somebody who cares about me and my future? I can tell you that's a tough one. You know, I, I hear all the time that people, uh, you know, they, they try to go online and go to dating sites or uh, they they try to go to the club and, you know, find somebody. You know, where you go does matter. It is not the only factor that matters. But the main thing that makes the biggest difference is your personal confidence. Now, if you don't have personal confidence, Man, you got to step into the arena of getting some assistance because look, we all have strengths and we all have weaknesses. And if your focal point is on your weaknesses and your insecurity, it's going to be really hard to attract somebody that is good and healthy because unhealthy people, people who are emotional manipulators, they look for insecurities and you can't just fake it. I know there's there's the whole concept of fake it till you make it. Like, I I don't agree with that personally. I've seen too much uh, of this stuff in therapy to to believe that that is really on target. Some people swear by it. Really, what needs to happen is your personal identity work, your moral foundations. Mm. Those are going to be pieces that take your insecurities and say, you know what? Those are just limitations. I have these other strengths. I'll manage my limitations, but I'm going to push those strengths that I have to maximize them and be, uh, you know, a confident person and genuinely confident, not like this fake confident, but genuinely confident. And it's a beautiful thing when it happens and it attracts beautiful people. So keep that in mind. The fourth thing is engage in other friendships. Emotional manipulators really want to cut you off from other relationships. So much so that they'll turn people against you on purpose. If you find that happening, you know you're in an emotional manipulative relationship of any sorts. Think about that uh, when you're on social media. As soon as other people get involved in the bashing you thing, they build confidence because they're like, yeah, yeah, get that person. They don't even know who you are. And you're starting to feel like, oh my gosh, they're all out to get me. Is this everybody see the world like they do? And you begin to question your worldview. Well, let me be real with you. Many times on social media, they're preaching a cultural message that's not good and accurate. Cultural messages like, you know, this, this whole idea, I'm just going to be generic for a moment. So bear with me. This whole idea that women have to look a certain way. I mean, that's what our culture would tell you. And it presses that upon women or women have to act in a certain way or men have to act in a certain way. Really? I know some very emotional men. And I know some very strong, powerful women. Does that mean that they're not women or they're not men? Not at all. So when I say engage in other friendships, I mean, understand what they're trying to do is to manipulate you by getting people aligned with them to turn against you. And the best defense against that is to have people to go to. It's easier when you don't do it alone. That's just a reality. We all deserve to belong. You belong in, in a social arena. We're designed that way. We're relationally designed. So if you see that that is being cut off for you or you're being purposely uh, embarrassed or made to feel guilty about your social arena, that's a great indicator. Get out of it. Get out of that situation. That might mean you just stop responding to them. That might mean you don't hang out with them anymore. It means all kinds of things, but you got to get out of that because that's, that's not healthy. So today I went over, you know, I defined uh, what emotional manipulation is, uh, some of the tactics that are used, and I give you a little four-point example of what to do. Look, this is not by any means everything that you can do, but it's a great starting point. It's a really great starting point. I'm asking you to evaluate. If I, could, if, if I had one hope that would come true from this podcast is that you would evaluate your relationships and identify people who you believe are emotionally manipulative, not for the sake of making them different, but for the sake of taking care of yourself better. Because when you feel less than, you rob our world of your greatness that's a truth. You don't have to like it, but it's a truth. Thank you so much for joining us and have a great day. We really hope you enjoyed this episode. Please take a look at our website at www.healthyperspectives with a dash in between the healthy and the perspectives. Make sure there's an S at the end.com. So again, www.healthy-perspectives with an S.com.